if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hire this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going to Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to MarcellaAlonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Sunday Fun Day with Marcella Alonso. Today I welcome B. Cuteres. Hello, welcome. So nice to meet you. We just discovered we're both Geminis. We're a day apart. <laughs> I'm the 13th. She's the 14th. That's right. Do you have it where, uh, as a Gemini, I have to ask this, do you have this where, like, you don't want to be in a relationship, but then you do, but then you want to be home alone, but then you don't like you, like you go back and forth. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so bad. Like I want to be alone, but like with somebody nearby. Yeah. Like you can't, you, you, you have to give me, I, I can't live with you. You need the best. Rela- I've had some very good, um, no string attached relationships. I have to admit that mm-hmm. have been very like better than my serious relationships. Have you had that or no? No, I have. I, I'm more of a slut than like, but I'll just say it. I think but. when I'm like, I think when I'm like super single, I, I get, I go home mode super hard, but I also am like a, like a romantic a little bit. Don't tell nobody that shit. I know they're going to watch it, but like, don't tell nobody that shit. Oh, I'm a little soft underbelly. Really? Yeah. I guess I I can be, but if uh, somebody pisses me off, then I'm gonna just like resentfully remember that forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I hold resentment very. I'm patiently vindictive. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But we have like uh. Gemini's have a way of if somebody like it always happens. Somebody does something wrong, like we see the carnival, car, um, bad karma happen in the universe <laughs> without us doing anything. I've noticed that too. I don't yeah. know, but so nice to meet you. Um, there's a lot of people that I've had on that they all say good positive things about you, but I don't know much about you. So I'd love to. Um, how did you first get into comedy? I got into comedy because, um, like everybody all the time, I was going through some hard shit and I was, I started seeing a therapist Mm -hmm. and, uh, one of the things that she had me do to teach me how to empower myself more was write a list of everything that I had always wanted to do in my life that I was too scared to do. Like I could have done it, but I was just too scared to do it. Right, right. So like the first one was heights, super basic, right? You're scared of heights. And to conquer that one, I just went to like a climbing wall and just like 
went there and went up the wall, like one of the traverse walls. Mm-hmm. And I got to the top and uh, I looked over the edge of the climbing wall and realized that there's not a ladder on the other side of the climbing wall and that you have to climb down. Oh, Lord. I would have slid down a pole. And I just started like violently, like physically shaking. And then they have like a spotter underneath you, right? And I looked down and I saw how high up I was and I just started shaking. He goes, you have to climb down. I didn't have any choice. It was either fall or climb down. So I climbed, I made it, I made it down the wall and I stepped down and I was like, I conquered that fucking fear. Like a bit, like a, like a strong ass bitch. Like I was a baddie for half a second. I was like, woo. (laughs) So, um, I crossed that off the top of my list. The next thing on my list that I had wrote down was, Try stand-up comedy. That one's a little more complex. So I was just like, uh, you know, I wasn't exactly sure um, if I was going to be able to do that one. But I found out that there was a open mic near me mm-hmm. at like a dive bar here in um, in the Valley, in mm-hmm. Van Nuys, a dive bar called Liquid Zoo. Shout out Liquid Zoo and <laughs> shout out Ryan Talmo, who runs that mic to this day. Wow. Um, I went to that open mic and I got on it. He gave me 10 minutes. It was my first time holding a microphone. 10 minutes for the yeah. first. Yeah. He was like, yeah, uh, you got 10. I was like, okay. I went up. I did like three minutes. I got maybe a couple of chuckles amongst like the guys that were watching the Dodgers game in that bar. Like, uh-huh. and I stepped down and I had gone with one girlfriend of mine, one home girl of mine. And, uh, she was like, how do you feel when I, when I finally came down from doing those little three minutes and I looked at her and I was like, yo, I'm going to do that shit every day for the rest of my life. I swear to God, dude. And I literally, from that day on, I've done nothing but comedy. Wow. wow. I like lost my mind and just went. First full- of all, I didn't even know they had a place in Van Nuys. Like I used to live in LA. So I was like, I didn't even know they had an open mic. Place. Mm-hmm. Little wow. tiny little mic at this little dive bar. It was a dot. It's a where's it located bar. at? Where in Van Nuys? It's on Sepulveda and Sherman Way ish, right on the corner. I know where that area is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know they had that. That's <laughs> yeah. And I and I literally just dove. I dove right in after that. You dove right in. I haven't stopped. I I dove into the deep end and went as deep as I could go. So how deep now are you? I'm five years deep. Five years deep. Uh-huh. <laughs> five years deep. So uh, now you've done some producing to yourself. You have a couple of shows, right? Yeah, I have quite a few shows and, and events. Yeah. Um, so I've got a show at the Ice House. It's not monthly. <laughs> I don't think I could do another another <laughs> monthly show. It's a lot. <laughs> um. So I do a show at the Ice House called Hive, The Hive. Um, and right now it's an all women lineup. It's but it's been um mixed in the past in the past. Um mm-hmm. and uh that's a really fun one. I've got that one. I've got um I used to do a monthly show at Flappers. Mm-hmm. Um I ha- I'm not doing that there anymore, but that was a fun one. That was Killabee's comedy. And then uh I do a weekly open mic called Plan B. I, I've seen those flyers. Yeah. <laughs> for women. It's just uh-huh. a, it's a safe space women's open mic. Um, 
uh, that's also a weed friendly venue. And uh, <laughs> let's see, what else do I do? I do a lot of, I do a lot of stuff, babe. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff. And you also are part of uh, the weekly, the monthly, what's it, uh, networking meeting? What is it, the brunch? Um, it is the brunch bunch. And that is a, it's just like a networking brunch, basically, that has grown into a brunch slash flea market slash flea market. Yeah. Now we have. Oh, vendors are coming. Yeah. Vendors are coming and we set them up outside and they're all women owned businesses. And some of them are in the comedy industry. Some of them aren't in the comedy industry. I'm just like, come and vend for a bunch of funny ladies, you know, because what's better than brunch? Oh, brunch with a flea market. Uh, yeah. And networking. I'll take, I'll, too. Yeah. And networking. And it's all women in comedy of all different, all different, uh, you know, journeys. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it's not just a stand-up comics. So it's writers, actresses, um, production, production assistants, producers, casting. All agents, of LA. Writers. <laughs> all of LA. Yeah. Cause when I lived, it's different when I left there and now here I'm in New York. Uh, it's so different. Like there, there's more community over there. Yeah. 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 Even though some oh, of the community can be that's annoying. Not, that's part of the reason we started the brunch though, was because we'd only get to see each other at shows for like an hour in the green room. And there's a bunch of shit going on around you at shows. You can't really have any bonding time, any time to have real connection with these people. And then you right. end up just like flinging your information and business cards that people just trying to make some type of connection or, you know, face-to-face value for any, it's, there was just not enough of it. So I, I put a whole bunch of people that a whole bunch of women into like a chat group. And uh, that's not the IG one, right? There's yeah. It started as the IG. It's the funny bitches. Oh no, no, I'm not on that one. No, I'm in the Latinas acting up. No, I'm not, uh, not that one. I'm in okay. this one's like funny bitch. I don't know. Okay. It just started as like a group <laughs> of my, bitches. yeah, funny bitches and, uh, funny bitches that brunch or something like that is what I called it. Oh, okay. I just basically threw everybody in a group and I sent a message that said, does anybody just want to hang out together and get drunk during the day? Like for brunch. And everybody just went nuts. Like everybody started joining and adding their friends and, and it was all just women in comedy. And we started mobbing with like 30 of us, these restaurants on a Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, I was doing it every month. I was just sending out an, an, a a private event, bright. That was just like, we're going to go get drunk together. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it started getting bigger and bigger. It started getting bigger because I just kept saying, dude, anybody and everybody, if you're right. a woman in comedy in any type of comedy, yo, just come out. Because the other community is like the 12-step program I know that's out there that they all have too. Mm-hmm. So this is good for the ones that are not sober. It can be both. It could be both. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then Ice House actually approached me. Uh-huh. Oh, they approached you. Um, they heard that I was doing like this women in comedy brunch mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm not doing it. We just mob restaurants and go have fun. 
It was just an accident. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, and it just turned into something cool. Right. And, uh, and Ice House was like, would you want to have it here? And I was like, I was like, like every month. And they were (laughs) like, yeah. Wow. And I was like, yes, I would like to have it here because then I don't have to, you know, fuck over these restaurants these poor restaurants sit there <laughs> or for when hours. they split the bill the split the bill yeah, like, and it's like girls like sharing french toasts sometimes because we're all broke we're com- comedians that's what right. it is uh-huh. and uh and getting all rowdy because comics get rowdy you know mm-hmm. so like it's like a bachelorette party just going into your brunch restaurant <laughs> screwing everything up right just a yeah. bunch of crazy bitches just like just like wow we're here to make jokes you know like so i i said yeah and so we had the first one i made a like an event or i made like a i booked the they let me just take the the space on a sunday and they said okay well we'll give you the space you set it up and give us the details while you go for Eventbrite. So I made it free. It's, all you do is RSVP. There's a donation. I just say if you want, for donation, throw a buck in because that's how we keep putting them on. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and Ice House came through so hard for us. Wow. Like they made a whole brunch menu just for my brunch. That wow. Is brunch event. Like it's the menu for it. They made all these super cute, like specialty mimosa drinks and stuff. And, wow. and yeah, they're going to put a bee's breakfast sandwich on the menu. Oh, so you're going to get your own breakfast sandwich at Ice House. Oh, that's iconic. <laughs> uh, I I have a goal to have my little picture up with all those other comics. So I'm working on it. That's good. <laughs> but so- uh uh they just roast the occasion so hard so they gave me california room and that whole and then there's a big outside patio california room is their smaller stage area and we have the actual brunch in the stage area and then we started getting vendors and so we started putting those outside so the outside now is like a little ring of women business-owned vendors that sell everything from candles to weed accessories to all kinds of cute stuff yeah and then, um, and the girls do their little like shopping. We have tarot card readers that oh. come now. Um, we have birth chart um, creators, all this like, uh, you know, spiritual stuff too for your well being. Um, I'm just so in love with the community that is enjoying each other and just like everybody just comes together, shares information, meets new women gets on new shows or finds other connections that are we've I've got um my waxer is we're doing raffles and and your waxer wait a minute your waxer waxer did a (laughs) did a 30 percent off coupon for the whole team the whole group wow yeah and now she's got all these people she's ripping hair out of their badges because (laughs) I brought them together I'm wow. so happy that I can contribute to others' business goals as well. That's great. And and keep their vaginas hairless too That's at the right. same we time. Got, uh, the girl who tattooed my knuckles, she uh-huh. made a whole flash sheet, a breakfast flash sheet. If you want to go get a bread sponge tattoo. Wow. It's so cute. Her love letters. Shout out her love letters. Um, it's uh, It's been such a fun journey so far. I just want to keep building it and so, so it never stops. Like. 
everybody that has contributed to it and come to it and and uh you know embraced it that's so fucking cool man god it makes me wish i i don't know i keep on like i left la in beginning of 2019 and then the pandemic happened over here i'm originally from the east coast and um there's so many different things that i'm like I remember moving to L.A. was like very difficult at first because like culturally it's different for me, you know, being from the uh, East Coast, living on the West Coast. But then like once you leave L.A., like it's in blood and blooded in your blood, like certain things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not originally from L.A. You are from what you said. I'm originally from Salt Lake City, Utah. I moved to L.A. around 11 years ago. Okay. Okay. And your your uh, background is um like my ethnicity? Yeah. I'm white. You're white? With the yeah. last name Gutierrez? Like <laughs> Yeah, Gutierrez. Yeah. I I married into that last name. Oh, you married into. Okay. So by injection, you're Mexican or Mexican or I always say injection. Mexican. Yeah. No, um I always tell people I'm Cuban and Puerto Rican, Mexican by injection. <laughs> I'm I I've been told I'm I'm a uh, adopted Mexican. I could see it. I could see it. I could see <laughs> I'm it. Just like, I or, could see you it. know. Yeah, yeah. like the girls will be like, the whole- not, they'll be like, oh, we forgot you were white. I'm like, come on, you guys. <laughs> That's I, when I you're. A, I make a whole joke about like how. <clears throat> um, uh, my friends always forget that I'm white. And so they just, they love to talk trash on white people because they know it's safe space with me because I yeah. get it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, it just cracks me up because um, they'll be like, oh, you're one of the good ones. Like, but am my I pret- though? Am I though? <laughs> I still like pumpkin spice. Don't I know where don't, I come You're from. like, you, yeah, I know. Yeah, you still like pumpkin spice. No, my producer is one of the good ones. I can say that she, if she hears this episode, she knows she's, (laughs) I have a white producer. So she's, she's one of the good ones too. But she, she's from uh, Northern, she's from uh, like by San Francisco area. So she grew up, you know, but yeah, you know, so, but uh, (laughs) that's so funny with a good, Yeah, I get it all the time. They're always just like, Oh, I forgot. I always forget you're white. They say that to me all the time. It cracks me up. I'm just like. Were, were have, you raised with a lot of Mexicans or no? So no. Okay. Raised with no. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Toro like I, I, I was raised in like a Lutheran church. So oh, was, okay. Okay. There was some diversity, but it wasn't like, it wasn't all white. You know what okay. I mean? But raised around it. No, I grew up really heavily influenced by hip-hop culture oh okay okay so a lot of and also I was in you know I was in a a, I was with somebody in a very serious relationship the man I married Uh uh-huh um for we we were together for 14 years yeah so I was very heavily you know um involved and invested in in his family's culture right right. very respectful of it so Um, so it's part of me. I mean, that's 14 years of my life. It's part of me. Right, right, right. Um, and, uh, 
but I get it all the time. <laughs> you get, I thought so too. Cause I saw or they, the or they don't think that I'm from Salt Lake city, Utah either, but you know, there's you, some, I know there's some Mexicans. I had a Brazilian friend that lived there. Yeah. You and can she, choose to be, you can choose to be more culturally diverse. You can invest in those things. Yeah. You know oh, I mean? no, 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 no. I, I really take more when it took me living in L.A. And then like I re- the people that opened up their arms and doors and were most open to me was the Mexican community. And I would meet a yeah. white person because of my look. So everybody thought I mixed in. But I'm actually like Puerto Rican and Cuban. Right. Yeah. So I people would mistake me. And I'm a, I'm also like a SAG union actress, too. And when I'd have to go on auditions, I'd have to audition you know, and play Mexican, like I was in the office and they had me as the tamale lady and Hollywood just, they just see who I am. They don't know who, what, what the hell I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, but as a community in LA, like you really, back in my day, I didn't see the Mexican community on mm-hmm. TV or anything. I didn't see it at all. But when I lived in LA, that's the community I missed the most. The open, yeah. the culture, the family, the parties, the quinceaneras, the, you know, the weddings and all that. And I can honestly say, like, if any guy's going to marry any type of woman, a Mexican woman's probably the best wife type of wife out of all the Latinas. Like I could, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I very much um, entrenched myself in a lot of, I still will make my man a plate when I cook. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. But once you get that injection, it is. Nothing softens you up, but makes you spicy all at the same time yeah, yeah it's around a hispanic family and hispanic women <laughs> okay yeah. <laughs> yeah once you're immersed i should be vanilla bean but i tell you i have a little bit of cayenne in me now I'm, i swear <laughs> to god i swear to god maybe the tahine because of all of my beautiful latina besties <laughs> <laughs> they they uh they pr- they help provide the spice when uh when i'm running low <laughs> that's good that's good so you came just you said uh 11 years ago to la right Ele- or wow okay so what be with the guy that i was with oh okay because his family no his family's from utah too he got a job out here doing post-production and stuff like that oh okay okay so no, and he was just he wanted to pursue his career so i came out to be with him and um I do photography like for my day job professionally. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I've been doing that for 20 years. So the, I had just been doing that comedy came into the mix only five years ago for me. So, um, and you, you, yeah. you're kind of in the right spot. You got lucky yeah. cause you're in the right spot for photography and for comedy, both yeah. in the right city for sure. For things right. that I'm at. So, yeah. Cause <laughs> living here in New York, I, I just know, I just feel like in LA, like, LA is more accepting for people to have like creative jobs versus here. Like when I, like, I feel blessed the moment I found my producer, I was like, and she happened to live in LA too. And she works, she's also producer on other podcasts, but um, it was like, when I moved here, I was like, the there's less creative people here and it's weird for me. In New York. Yeah. There's a lot of comics here and there's different comic clubs, but there, and there's like, you know, of course, there's acting here and they're always filming stuff, but it's it's just a weird where like in L.A., everybody did something. Everybody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You go to and then you just you it, it, they understood you didn't need to explain to people stuff. Well, why are you off on a Tuesday or Wednesday here? It's like, you know, you got to explain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, like it, and it's weird. And then I meet people, and and I hate I don't know, like I call them squares, but I'm like, are they that dumb to act like this? Because I got a lot of content out of your stupidity. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I I love that there is a lot of creative people in LA. Oh. I know it's saturating to right to all the endeavors. I get that, but like. I'd rather be around people who get what I'm trying to do and support it and are also participating in it and building in their own ways. So right, right. that it's like matches for me. It sparks, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I miss that. I don't know why the hell it's going to be 25 degrees. Why the hell I'm here? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why it's 65 here today. It's oh, a little cooler. Uh, uh, and you're you're up in the valley, right? I always was living in the valley too. Yeah, I'm in Van Nuys. It's yeah, I was NoHo North. Und- it's an undesired area, which I it's not that bad though. Like I didn't. Oh, I like it was- that it's undesired. I wanted to stay undesired. Yeah, yeah. You don't want. Well, when I lived in North Hollywood, like nobody people would put it down all the time, and then it, they started redoing NoHo, and then it got popular. And now all the rent's higher over there. Oh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. I uh-uh. hope I hope all the madness and the ridiculousness and, and the everybody not wanting to be associated with the porn capital of California. Right? Yeah. Well, no, I I put up bad eyes. We're staying true. <laughs> yeah. No, when I was there, I remember when I first moved in, I remember if somebody think it's a porn. I go, where? Who? I don't see anybody. Um and you I don't used to- see it at all. Actually, that's not true. You see it everywhere. It's everywhere. Don't try to bring people here. It's everywhere here. It's what? terrible. The porn, porn, or stay away from Van Eyes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you're saying. I was like, really? Like, yeah, it's everywhere. No, Chatsworth. I remember was there was a lot of shady stuff when I used to live there. Going down in Chatsworth, a lot of little shady studios. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, and City's rough too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from all these neighborhoods. No. Oh, stay away. Stay away. You from, don't want to be Stay over right here. away from the valley. No. I'm not trying to. We don't have rent control. <laughs> oh, yeah. Away. No. My, um, uh, I, how do I say this? Somebody I know, sister, lost a rent control apartment and Santa Monica at $1,400, a two-bedroom. She quit just, she didn't feel like paying her rent. I was like, what the hell is wrong with $1,400, that'd be For so a nice. two-bedroom in Santa Monica. It would be so nice. Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine? The stupidest rough. thing yeah i remember she lost and i was like how like and i was just like pathetic how so pathetic how can you lose a rent control apartment <laughs> i could sit in the probably that apartment and make that money right off the computer and smoke a joint the whole time i love that there's ads everywhere there i don't know if you have them out there but there's ads everywhere here that just say the rent is too damn high and then it's like, it's all these propositions for like rent control and all this stuff, but they've just been ads popping up on. Really? Every- uh-huh. I haven't seen it, but here there is a site. Um, There's like an, a popular IG and I just have to like always make a comment and say, 
like, are you guys smoking? They'll say like, live cheap, but with a roommate. And I said, oh yeah, chase the roommate down to get the rent paid. You know, like I always like troll these sites here because they, because I don't, so I've lived in already in three different boroughs. I, uh, when I came here, moved in the city, the pandemic happened, moved to Brooklyn. I hated Brooklyn. Brooklyn's overpriced and, uh, like over overpriced i don't know why people and it's so dirty and nasty i'm glad i'm out of there um and then now i'm in queens which is a bad burl i <laughs> love just, queens my my <laughs> like, my like be- <laughs> one of my best people one of my best peeps one of my who? best girlfriends ever born and raised in queens oh okay. who is she would i um, is she comic her she's not a comic uh but she's an amazing designer um shout out to Stu jess that's what i call her <laughs> but no yeah, i've lived in like three different- she's my hockey homie so she's another girl who loves hockey in fact she's the one who got me super into hockey so i am a rangers fan as much as i'm a kings fan which is like an oxymoron but i don't yeah fuck, i can like whoever i want <laughs> so are you grinding something up over there yeah <laughs> I could tell like you're like right that's okay that's okay breaking things up on the low right that's okay and both states are illegal like it's yeah 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 and if you know me you know and I'm also I also have hot tamales that I'm munching on (laughs) because I already have cotton mouth lunch you already have I had to quit um I had to quit taking my edibles at night to lose weight why well because i i would if you eat they make me eat i could follow a diet perfectly and um my ultimate goal in my life is just to be a producer and not show my face at all and not show my body but unfortunately well i should say fortunately i have to show my body and my face and that's what pays me right now so like i because of that bullshit I had it like I was taking an edible and then watching stuff and <laughs> laughing and eating. And I said, okay, I got to stop one. Yeah. You get the munchies. I did. Yeah. So I stopped, which is good, but I don't have as good as sleep. And then I can't take, I have actual ADD. So I can't take melatonin at all because melatonin, I'm like this with my eyes wide open the whole time. It's terrible. Don't like oh, some, what about like a valerian? I could take that. My friend has me taking Asawanda or you whatever. Can try, um, you can try valerian tea at night. I have Calmel tea, which I always forget to take. Um, because I'm a Gemini, I think way too much. <laughs> and I'm just always like, you know how we always just do too much? Yeah. We do a lot. Way too much. Yeah. But when I, but when I slow down, I start getting antsy. Yes, me too. I'll be like, huh, I haven't, I haven't accomplished anything for 15 minutes. So I better do. Yes. Some- yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, same thing. Same thing. It was good me taking the edible, but I'm like, now it's, I'm going to, if I'm going to smoke weed, it's going to be once a month, not once a month, once a week, once a week. Oh, I was going to say once a month. That's rough. no, 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 I couldn't. No, but I, this is the thing throughout the day. Cause I do some mushroom coffee in the morning that has me like, <laughs> and, um, rice? huh? I have rice mushroom coffee. Are we both mushroom coffee drinkers? 
a.m. in the morning. I love it because I get so much done, like intellectually done. That is. Have you tried it with a little bit of oat milk? Uh, I just I don't I have I think it's think I just mushroom. sound like such a hipster white person right now. <laughs> you, I'm like I'm lactose intolerant, so I have to I have to buy nut pods. I can't even do dairy, so like I can't even do dairy. It's it's a nightmare. Ice cream is just ice cream is like. I'm stuck with a knife in my stomach the whole time. It's the oh. worst. I can't do ice cream, but um, no, I do the mushroom coffee with nut pods in the morning. I think that, yeah, you know, the nut, pod, nut pods. Yeah. 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 Like the creamer. That's what it, yeah. The creamer. That's what I have with a little stevia. And that like has me jet throughout the day. I feel like mine wears off like a normal cup of coffee would. So really? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll have you send me the recommendation for your coffee. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have a key ring. It's I called can't Pink. talk like this anymore. I feel like I need to be on my way to like an Erwan. Like, <laughs> you with- know, I have yet to be to Erwan because I haven't been back. I haven't been in L.A. in maybe 18 months now. Well, that's ridiculous. Come visit. Yeah, I need to come visit. So I need to come when you have your brunch and everything and meet people because I did want to go over there and do some po- like in-person podcast but it's just the finances so please join my patreon I put my video of me taking my breast implants out so join for only five dollars and you can see the video I had to put something up and they all just go to my only fans instead that's what's the annoying part I'm like I'm like no join my patreon I'm like I like what do I I because I put the full episode so it's frustrating. Yeah. I mean, you can't. It's realistic, though, that they're going to follow the tits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, my ultimate you gotta goal. got to just be realistic about it. That's but... why I have to keep on, like, can't have my goddamn edible at night because then I'm going to be a fat ass. <laughs> I'm stuck. I don't like it. See, I am a fat ass and I'm very happy about it. I'm not mm-hmm. mad about it at all. People are always like, don't be so hard on yourself. And I'm like, I'm not, bitch. <laughs> <You're> good. <laughs> fat is not a four letter word to this one. So right. I'm waiting for the day, but unfortunately, like, well, I should, like I said, I should be happy, but, um, you know, men are funny when it comes to certain things like, I get it if you're doing OnlyFans and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I was, I, for many years, I'll be honest. So the whole reason I like comedy, I was a stripper for many years. And I would hear certain songs, like, played, like, outside. I never liked concert, but I would hear certain songs. And I'd get triggered and, like, can't eat roast beef after a while because I mainly worked at nude clubs. So... You know what I mean? That was my life. So I didn't enjoy music. I don't like concerts. I don't. I'll put music on, you know, real quick at my house to silence out so the neighbors don't hear all the dirty talk I do throughout the day and the podcast. I'll do that, you know, like, but uh, I'm just not a music person. So I always enjoyed comedy and I always enjoyed going to stand up. I was a chuckle fucker. You know what I'm saying? Like... Well, no, I didn't. 
I'm more of a chuckle fuck. It's I not, don't like athletes. I don't like rappers. You did not just say that shit. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. Yeah, so funny. Hey, we own everything. Yeah. I'm a fatty. You're a chuckle fucker. We're good. I'm a chuckle fucker. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> well, are you still a chuckle fucker, or are you still? Are I you- can't get any dick to save my life. To be honest, it's sad. It's that's not true. No, I can't. No, I had like I can't. It's like it. it I get cock block. Like, wait, wait, who's cock blocking you? I get a lot of cock blocking. Believe it or not, a lot Ooh. of cock blocking. Like, I'm trying to think. No, I I remember there was a Swedish guy that I had like a moment with, and, and he went, "Oh, we just met. We just met, or whatever." And he wouldn't do anything. Oh, we just met. And then he, t- and I, this is always what happens. I find a white guy and they have this Latina fetish. And this particular guy, he was like six foot five, two, like 250 pounds, all muscles. He was huge. And um, his last wife was Cuban. I'm half Cuban. So then he was like, oh, I want to take it time with you or whatever. Fuck that. I don't want to take time with you. I just want to fucking sit and move. Like, that's it, you know? And then he was like, talking all like a relationship and i'm like no no we're not going that way like why you know what <laughs> this could be my favorite podcast i've been on <laughs> thank you thank you i hope i can increase the downloads i'm like <laughs> that's all i'm trying to do you know what i'm saying but no i really do get cock blocked like and nobody believes it like i haven't had like it's just ridiculous, and I'm a like sex worker too. Like it's just can't get laid to save my life. Like, I mean, well, I could announce it, but I don't. Also, I need to be cautious. You know what I'm saying? Got to be cautious. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because anybody, you know, I just don't, you know, a as a Gemini, we don't want out there, man. Huh? There's yeah, a whole lot of creeps out there. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, as Gemini, when they when they're t- on us too strong, like, no, yeah, I not do the men being clingy. I I hate to say it, but I am like, I got some issues that are very, I'm very a toxic masculine person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm like. I, well, it's just for me personally, it's because I'm a strong, bold, and I'm a kind of aggressive woman. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm very career focused and all this stuff. Right. And it's, I'm strong headed. So it's just like, if you can't, if you're going to, if I don't want to feel like my dick's bigger than yours. Right. Oh yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah. And I have a lot of guys that always try moving up in with me. And it's such a turnoff. Like they always want to move in with me. I have to put my whole apartment purposely pink to ward them off. (laughs) I don't want to live with somebody. I've been married three times already. Like it's not like it's too much. It's just, well, the first time I got married was actually because of a pre- Obama um, for health insurance. So, and it was my gay friend. So it was just, there was a thing of convenience because he was in the service and I just needed health insurance at the time. Love that. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. 
Yeah. We had, you know, we all have to sometimes marry for something worthwhile. <laughs> so it's pretty easy for me. Like, I don't know. It's been pretty easy for me to get with somebody in a way, but then it's, it's just complicated. Cause I do enjoy my space. Hmm. I love my space. I like my space too. I have yeah. I, my apartment is my little sanctuary and I'm really, really picky about who I let come into my home. Yeah. Really picky because I do believe that people like energy is attached to people. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. bring your bullshit in here. I don't or, have- Yeah. Or jealousy or issues or problems. Like we don't, as Gemini's, we don't have time for that. We don't want to hear whining. We don't want to hear complaining. We just want to get and go, get and go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a insight to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get and go. That's all we want to do. We want to get and go make our money. We love money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd love more money. <laughs> me, me, I think we, it's never enough. Like, it's never enough for us. It's never enough. Um, well, I just want to have enough that I can give back. That's how I feel. Yeah. We are supposed to, astrologically, um, we're supposed to have, like, some good luck towards the rest of the month. Like, not the rest of the year. Like, after, I think something, like, because I do believe in that shit, you know, because I've noticed certain like relations, certain connections, like uh, or people like I connect with certain things. Um, I always have a real powerful like energy with Aquarius. Like I could spot him in a second, and it's like scary. Oh, Do you have that with either one Aquarius of my or- very, very, very best friends in the entire planet is an Aquarius. So same with mine. So yeah, one of my good. Yeah, good, my good- best girlfriend is an Aquarius. Is she a redhead? She's been a redhead a couple times. Okay, mine's a redhead. No, mine's been a redhead a couple times. She's she's been all sorts of colors. You could say mine. She's February too. Yeah. Her no, she, mine is. Uh, my good friend is one twenty second. But I did have another friend, but she disappeared during the pandemic. She was another close friend that we were all friends with, and she was actually February third or fourth, I believe. She was an, okay. it was another friend, but she something happened. I'm not saying we got into a fight, um, but the my good friend that's a, we were looking for her and we don't know where she's at. It's kind of scary, but oh yeah, weird. I've had a friend. I've had a friend completely like go off the grid from like our whole group of friends before. Yeah, this one did, and she was yeah. another Aquarius, um, and we've. We haven't like because my one friend that's an Aquarius, her mom was saying, hey, did you hear from so and so? And I'm like, yeah, I have. This is the last. So we her mom didn't. So we were like, we didn't do like I thought I did something. And I'm like, well, she you didn't have any words or nothing. So she yeah went off the grid somewhere. I don't know. Crazy. I yeah. About the pandemic during the pandemic, which I think some people um, I think with the pandemic because. A lot of people like all went different. People got weird and went different ways and all that other stuff. And, uh, you know, all different. Like I just stood in New York and it was crazy here in New York. It was real in New York. Um, you know, I saw the reality and it was real where I know a lot of people in California didn't believe it. Mm. You know, so to each its own, the way they believe of the pandemic. But I... You know, I was stuck in the middle of Manhattan. 
So yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had curfew and all kinds of stuff here. Oh, they had curfew. Yeah. They had curfew here. Wow. Yeah. I think it was like 11. Like you were done after 11. You were done after 11. Like you had, you should, you should have been indoors after 11. That's why so many people left probably. They just couldn't. They're like, what the hell? Like, well, everything shut down. No businesses were open. No bars. That's so crazy. Everything was shut down here. I was, I remember just stuck in my apartment. Thank God it was like a 700 square foot apartment in the middle of Manhattan, but uh, it was crazy. But I lived next to a property. They're called NYCHA, but they're basically the pro in, in New York. You'll have like a nice apartment next to like the projects. And it was for older people. And I would see, they would take out the dead bodies. So when, yeah. and it was, that was the sad part, but that's, that's what I encountered and saw for myself. Other people saw it. And then I was scared to go out because I have bad lungs. Of bad, bad lungs. Yeah, mine aren't great either. Yeah. Oh, I think that's another Gemini thing that we have bad lungs. Well, I smoke a lot of weed. So. Oh, you smoke. <laughs> Just being real. Yeah. That's probably, and you know, I smoked like, uh, I used to like smoke a little vape pens and stuff like that. I don't do mm-hmm. any more nicotine anymore. I finally got off that, but I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> so it's it's like I switched out cigarettes for weed and mm-hmm. well that's healthier though that's actually healthier yeah like my mom has a friend that she quick um the opiates and all the pills but all she does is weed yeah. and you'll see her like knock out like after six edibles like she'll lay there and then she'll like fall out and my mom's like should I say something I said no she's 75 years old like if anybody needs to be on six edibles it's her like leave, let the woman like she kicked off like all sorts of uh, oxycotton and all this other shit. Yeah. If anybody needs to like be taking it, let her. And if she's dozing off, as long as she's not getting in a car, her husband's driving her. Let the woman be. Let her be. Let her be. <laughs> Just let her have her munchies. Let her have her nap. Yeah. Well, she needs the munchies. She's rather skinny, but yeah, she. That's her weight relief of pain relief but for me i just i was eating way too much and here i am like you know ig thought and stuff (laughs) and like yo you know what i'm saying i don't have too much thought i I don't have too much other talents huh she said oh ig thought (laughs) I'm an IG thought. What else am I? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that should be a new podcast name. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I tried this one. I did. I kind of had somebody else name it, and then I went with it, and I was like, okay. And then I, you know, I just started like DMing people, seeing who would come on that I like. Though, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to be consistent because sometimes I don't like people. that's okay i understand that fully yeah you know how producing is yeah you ever get people you're like oh oh yeah Yeah. and you're like oh no please no no i don't want yeah yeah so i'm I'm really pretty nice to everybody but i mean i take everybody in comedy as co-workers and Mm -hmm. there's always co-workers that you don't get along with they don't like you you don't like them you know what I mean but you still have to cohabitate so yep yeah you can either be a bitch or you can just be chill about it and I am just like a I'm chill about it for the most part as long as you don't fuck with me or my friends we're good yeah yeah 
I don't um, really have a lot of bad blood. I get along <laughs> with I get along with just about everybody. But I'm also just such a stoner entity. I'm just always just like unfazed. Hold on, I'm happy to see you. Yeah. Unfazed. <laughs> <laughs> so have you toured or you just mainly stay in LA? I've done shows out of state. Uh-huh. But like where? I I don't want to say it's a tour. Like, okay. like people are so quick to like do one show like in Arizona from California. And they're like, yeah, I'm touring. And it's just like, no, you're not. Calm down, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, touring means that you have your name on the bill and then show dates. Multiple shows. Multiple shows. Multiple right. cities. And that's your tour. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you're either opening for a touring comic and touring with them, or you're a liar. (laughs) (laughs) You're a liar. (laughs) There's a lot of those nowadays. Or you already have fucking, how many Netflix specials do you have? How many? Right, right. I don't, at this point, I just don't even care. I'm just like, whatever. Oh, you're a touring comic? Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So am I. So am I. I've been to Vegas once. No, I'm just oh, saying. you haven't been to Vegas at all? I've been to Vegas. I've oh, okay. Vegas. I thought you meant out of... I've done mm-hmm. shows. I've done plenty of shows out of state. I just, like, I don't run around saying I'm a touring mm. I don't want to sound ridiculous because I'm not. People I just, like, touring oh. seems so taxing. Like, well, traveling and, like, having to go from this city to this city to this city to this city. I, that seems, I don't know. I'm just, the way I'm getting old, I'm just happy being by myself. And not moving around or even leaving my apartment some days. Mm-hmm. And I have those moments. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I would like to travel more for shows and, and tour a little bit. I'd like to open for somebody or feature for somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. But until then, I'll just jump on a show here, show there. Or, or you get asked to do like one place you know, somewhere out of town. That's fine too. Mm-hmm. I'm just chilling on the journey, honestly. Like, yeah, I don't know what's coming tomorrow. I don't know um, what I'm going to be doing except for the stuff that I'm myself producing. So, right, right. What it's can we do? Of- we can just like focus on what we can control <laughs> right now. That's all we've got. No, here. that's how I feel Everything too. Everything is going to shit in the world right now. And we're just working, you know, like, <laughs> No, that's how I feel, too, because sometimes I feel like producing, you do have way more control of stuff versus mm-hmm. sitting there relying on other people and then being asking you might as well just do. That's a Gemini thing. We just want to control and be the one that's kind of like, no, we're going to do things our way. It's going to be here. Yeah, I just do my own stuff and whoever wants to come along for the ride. Like, But I I do love like, for instance, um, me, Gabby and Daisy. Uh, we do a lot of like brainstorm sessions together, you know, mm-hmm. where we um think about like what we're doing, um, you know, this coming month, but like ideas for maybe future shows or future podcasts, different sketches, like we're writing, we're working on roast jokes together. We're doing all this stuff as like a team. And it's really nice to have that collaborative brainstorm it's like a women's writing room, essentially. Like sometimes you just got to get together and like sort it out. Right. So no, that's good that you have that. Yeah, I really. Um, and that's the point of a lot of like the plan B mic, the women's mic that I put on. Mm-hmm. That's part of like uh, 
like that idea too. Like you can come and you can practice your stuff together with other ladies in a safe space, you know? So, um, cause a lot of the, uh, open mics can get misogynist. Yeah. Or weird. Yeah. Or they just, you walk into a room and it's like 15 dudes and it smells like gross gamer dudes. And and they all like, look at you all elitist because they're there at the open mic and they know the host and it's just, and then, you know, it's very intimidating, especially women who are newer to comedy, Mm -hmm. but women in general, don't get me wrong. I am five years in and I still sometimes at open mics, I'm just like. This isn't, this feels awkward being here. Like, you know, so, um, I just feel like it's such a needed thing to have that space for the ladies. Yeah. So they can be creative without some, uh, yeah. And there was one or two open mics for ladies, but they're few and they're far apart. So I just picked a day when the other ladies who had open mics weren't doing their days. Mm-hmm. And I started doing it on Wednesdays because it didn't collide with some of the other ladies mics that were going on. And it's been going for a couple months now, maybe like five months now. And it's really, um, it's very fulfilling. And, but it's also nice to see a lot of these new ladies, um, like I've had girls who have done their very first mic at my mic. Oh, wow. You popped and their I, cherry. It's such a little privilege to be able to support them. And like, like as sometimes they can ask, you know, we always encourage, like, if you want to ask for feedback, if you start a joke and it doesn't go their way, restart the joke. Like mm-hmm. that's legitimately what an open mic should be. It's practice. It's so you get better. Right. So if you're just sitting in the back with your arms crossed being a dick to every female, cause girls aren't funny or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they, those guys do that all the time too. And then I've seen some well-known male comics that they'll be like, Oh, this guy's good. And I've even watched some of their specials. I'm not a name. And I'm like, they're not that funny. <laughs> but ask yourself, what can that guy do for that guy? Yeah. A lot of dick sucking going there sometimes. Oh, and they're it. not gonna be, no, but it's like they're right. Some guys ride each other's dicks, you know. Well, oh, no, here, here in New York, broke fest out here, babe. Yeah. Oh no, no, I know, I know. In New York, though, in New York, there's one club that I love to go to, and uh, every once in a while I go and I watch it, and I'm like, and I've said this repeatedly. I've got to careful because I repeated it so much, but. I always know when I see a female comic and I'm like, who is she fucking? And I'm always right. And it's, she's always fucking the same person. Like, it's always a comic that, you know, she'll be a cute girl. I'll give it to her. She's cute. It's like, go get on IG and just be a thought. Okay. Don't be a comic. You, you suck. Okay. And they're always talking about the same dating shit that's over, you know, like, and I, uh, and here is like one particular club that they always have the same couple ladies that just aren't that funny. Mm-hmm. And, I'm right, and I'm like, and I'm always right. And they're always fucking the same person. <laughs> I mean, I get it. People have to get through, but I just like, you know, I, I want to. The first thing I did when I started comedy was I had a rule, a friend of mine who was a, a, a who was a comic uh-huh. um 
basically told me I I asked him when I very first started I was like do you have any advice of me going into it because I'm like I said like I told you in the beginning of this I jumped in hard uh yeah I jumped in deep like right from the get-go so Mm -hmm. um the one thing he said he said I'm going to give you this piece of advice take it or leave it don't fuck the comics don't date other comics Mm -hmm. and I was just like okay and I thought about it and I was like, well, that's, if you take it as they're my coworkers, I ain't trying to fuck my coworkers. Right, right. So you don't shit where you eat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, you can't shit where you eat. That's I, why I don't yeah. become a comic because I just exactly. want to fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> fuck them. I love it. Well, I, I don't know. like, af- I'm not into athletes. I'm not into um, rappers. I could care less. I'm not into whatever i do like funnier men i do oh so you like comics i I do i do like i will like get excited you know but i understand but that's why i'm not a comic i made it in my brain that if they were a comic that i would work with in any capacity in my career i immediately am like sexually turned off by them that's a good boundary like and i and it's I, it has kept me from so much drama because don't That's think good. for one second that these creeps have not slid into my DMs. You would be shocked. Yeah. So I just was, uh, I just keep it. And I keep, and I keep my friendships that way too, with the guys. Cause mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, okay. So she sticks to that. She's cool. She's the home girl then. Right. Yeah. I'll stay the home girl. I'll stay the home girl, the little sister figure, whatever, the big sister figure, the auntie, mm-hmm. anything but something that you want to fuck because that ain't going to happen if you're making right. jokes on stage. Yeah. So, and no, I that's a good bound. Ba- but I think Gemini's, we keep overall good boundaries though. When it comes to our cheddar, we're mm-hmm. not going to, we don't, we always don't fuck where we, um, you don't shit where you eat. We don't shit where we eat. No, yeah. I've always been a very big, um, big on that i don't shit where i eat mm-hmm. yeah yep 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 yeah it just keeps all of the drama out yeah yeah but don't get me wrong i've got types they're just not comedians what's your type now i want to know what your t- oh it's so embarrassing dude what? no i hey i love felons they don't talk about politics they're great they're not a felon okay, no i like fe- i've i've have i've gotten out of the felon stage I'm proud, but it's tempting to go backward with the way everything politically is crazy. When the moment a guy starts talking about like conspiracy and all this other stuff, I'm like, God, <laughs> you know, in the past, that was a type. Every that was dude, husband number two. Every single dude that I have ever had a relationship with, uh-huh. like an actual, we got into some, some type of actual relationship, not fucking casual dating. Okay. Uh-huh has been a graffiti writer of some capacity oh that's kind of hot i think that's hot yo that's the most embarrassing shit i don't think that's embarrassing i think that's kind of hot though either they were in their past a writer and they're not now or Uh they're a writer now i think that's hot though like that's something (laughs) because so many every (laughs) single one yeah. Like since I was like 20 years old. Really? Every single one. Every single one. I think room. mine was work. Well, when I did, I'm out of the felon stage, everybody. To... <laughs> That's why I said, well, they might be felons. Like I was like, mm, <laughs> might be felons. 
Well, and not just graffiti, but like artists, like mm-hmm. they're artists. But right? that's hot. I like like that's like that's hot. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what I think. I think a lot of graph writers are weirdos, and I think I'm drawn to weirdos, kind of. I like a weirdo. I do. I like them interesting. I can't handle no boring, stagnant motherfucker. I can't. Yeah. I, There's a lot of them here in New York. Doing, a lot of like, boring guys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want, I, I can't. I yeah. just can't. I, if I'm bored, that's in number one ick. Yeah. Yeah. That's a right. Gemini thing. We can't be bored. Can't be bored. No, we can't be bored. We can't. No, I will just start immediately going over here. Like what's over there? Because this is not keeping my attention. Yeah. But I don't think that's bad. If you would have said farmer or something. You know what? Anytime I hear farmer, all I can, I know there's like sexy farmers (laughs) nowadays. Like these guys with their shirts off and they're on their tractor. But I always think of like the guy with overalls with no shirt under it with like a big old piece of. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I think when I think farmer. Yeah. I'm not thinking of like the metrosexual farmer. Yeah. Like (laughs) I do have a thing for guys with accents. Okay. But, But not, but, but it has to be an accent for a country that I'm not really familiar with. That's the thing. Like it can't be a Spanish accent because I'm Spanish. Okay. It has to be some country, Lithuania or, you know, Cayman Island. What if he had a German accent? He was like, Oh no, 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 no. But Germany, I don't know. I think like that Nazi blood or something. I just wouldn't be, that wouldn't t- <laughs> like, turn me excited, but it has to be some weird country. Like I don't know nothing about or something like then I might be interested, but then if he's not cut, then that's a whole different <laughs> <laughs> then that's another fear of mine Dude, you are cracking me up oh but that's just like a truthful like you know how i have a lot of gay friends so i'm so used to uh you know what i mean and and talking and it's always like the big thing was how do you know if they're cut or uncut and so i was fearful of some of you know nobody likes anything like a sweater on top or whatever it's pull it down it's it's nasty it's gross I'm a fan of the uncut. I know. Well, that makes Jewish men to me so much more appealing because at least if they are Jewish, they, you know, that they're cut. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes they don't like me. Sometimes they have to like, like Latinas and have that whole little, I, I hate that fetish where they're so like fetishized. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They get, that gets on my nerve when a guy's like, oh. <laughs> you know. and then they're trying to speak. I, I like them spicy and it's just like, oh. yeah. They, and they love, I think some guys like they, they grew up watching novellas and they look for girls that were watching novellas. And then they want that whole chaotic nightmare of a mess relationship, you know, like. There's cheating and somebody's baby belongs to somebody's. Oh team. yeah. They, or they, it's just like plotting and all that. Like I, yeah, no, no, that's too much for me. Cause they, they were masturbating young, watching novellas or whatever. I've heard it all from guys. I've heard it all. Oh, I grew up watching Telemundo and 
like I'm like you, you what like why <laughs> I wonder uh I wonder if uh I've been fetishized as a white woman <laughs> oh Mexican guys do it's like your prize because they're like oh I got a winner you know they do they do one of my friends he used to be look I get look at the winner why are you the winner they get excited yeah they they do Mexican men generally do. Uh, I had one guy that I went on a date with once. He called me a snow bunny. And I found out that that meant that I only liked men of color. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's nothing further from the truth. It has everything to do with if you can paint graffiti or not. <laughs> <laughs> you can paint graffiti. <laughs> I love that. It's so weird. It's such a weird thing. I don't think thing. it's weird. I get it. I think I get I totally get it. I totally, totally get it. I understand. I get it. Like, there's something, like, attractive about an artist sometimes. It's so hard. And then a street, yeah, like, they're, pa- oh, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Now you're going to get me excited. I've never been into a graffiti guy, but the thought of him... <laughs> The thought of a guy going to paint somewhere, like hiding out at night and then running, you know, he's got the cardio to last all night. That's just this. That's just like, I'm I not get gonna, it. I, I, like, he knows like, how to run from the cops. Are you kidding? Like that cardio alone. I love a man that gets his cardio let me in. Tell you right now that any guy I've also had a relation, like an actual relationship with was mm-hmm. excellent. Oh, the, the graffiti artists? Oh, writers, yeah. I don't know, oh. it's probably, but it's probably because I'm a weirdo. I get turned on by that shit. Oh, hey, I, I just, now I understand it. I was just, I was just fantasizing the guy, like, spray painting at night in a hoodie. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the corner somewhere. And then he's, he's fucking, he's doing that shit good. He's painting it real good. Uh-oh, the cops are coming. And he is, well, I, but then again, I did like felons. And I like guys that could run and felt run the cops like I've been with a few guys that have stories where they ran off from the cops and that is a story that I do like so maybe that aspect is what's getting me excited right now so it's it's turning your felon mode on yeah initiate felon mode oh god no I said no more after my second husband (laughs) (laughs) you were like I have a relative that yo he um my cousin Jocko he literally got married like five or six times. Oh, and I thought that was cool when I was young. I was like, just get six times. Like, I have to ask my cousin. Like married though. Married, yeah. Gosh, yeah. that's a lot of paperwork to be doing. Five- I know, I know. Uh, yeah, like, you know that you can date. You can just date. I know. Yeah, but he. D- I don't know. I just thought like that's pretty. I thought young that was cool, and I I kind of embraced divorce. I think it's a good thing because if you're in a toxic situation, just get out. You know what I'm saying? Like I always did. <laughs> like, I'm out of here. I'm yeah. out. Bye. Um, yeah, but you know, we're weird. But uh you've been a great guest because I can really talk to you. Yeah, dude. I literally feel like we were just having a phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I love when I could get because I've had some podcasts. Not naming any name. I'm going to start bringing back people that I had good energy with. And New York is kind of weird because I'm like begging for them to some of the people come back and they're like, huh? Huh? And I'm like, 
yeah come on let's get like do this back again but um you were great to talk to because sometimes oh, yeah, people... dude, I had a blast. This was thank a you yeah i now i want to go to la now i want to move back my lease ends in october move back! i did i i've been tempted to but uh I don't, I don't mind the traffic if it's full of women who are badass. Like, well, I always lived in the valley. Like, if I was to move back oh, to you'd LA, be by me in the valley. Then I would be right in North Hollywood again. Oh yeah, I love yeah. North Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. I was Magnolia and Lakersham for years. Oh years. okay. Yeah, I that was always that would probably be my stomping grounds again if I was to go. I there's I'm a right lot of by, things. I'm right by uh, Oxnard and Van Nuys. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I was always by there when my daughter went to school and everything by there. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, where can everybody, my uh, listeners, follow you and everything? Share share your social media. Let's do just let's just straight do Instagram because it's okay. easiest. You can okay. find everything there in my links. I have a link tree that has all of my upcoming shows. Um. On but on. Coming up, I've got January 26th. I've got one of my high oh, well, shows. I think I'm going to air this next week so you can yeah, announce your shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So January 26th will be a hive um, at Ice House in Pasadena. And uh, we have the Brunch Bunch monthly at the Ice House as well. If you're a lady in comedy, please come out to that. Um Let's see. I've got the Plan B open mic every Wednesday from 7 to 9, and that's in West Hollywood. And uh, and it doesn't matter your level of comedy. Come and just practice your shit. And, uh, yeah, you can find me all over. Check out that link tree. It's got all kinds of uh, stuff you can find me doing. And my name is Marcella Alonzo. If you'd like to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, go to Marcella Sobella on either three platforms. If you'd like to see this episode and many more, you can go to MarcellaSobella.com and subscribe to my Patreon. Love to emphasize that. And if you like to, to the Patreon, subscribe to the Patreon, but they always join the OF like, uh, if you'd like to follow my Twitter, it is Marcella with one L underscore L U V. Thank you so much again for coming on Sunday Funday.